Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. I'm back with my good friend, Stephen Dow from Velocity Mortgage. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good yourself. I'm doing great, man. So uh, one of the things I wanted to do in our first conversation of three, yes, folks, we do three conversations with our experts every week, is I want to talk about the space of non-QM versus bank versus hard money. But before we have that conversation, Stephen, we got to talk about and have that marketing little tidbit so we don't get in trouble. Yes, sir. I'll get that out of the way. Uh, again, I'll... Although I work for Velocity Mortgage Capital, all the ideas and topics discussed on this channel are that of my own. And uh, let's get this going again, please. <laughs> yeah, folks, we've had funny. We've had a couple of fits and starts, but it's, it's just funny to get started. But what I want to do here, Stephen, is kind of I want to talk about the non-QM space from an outsider's perspective. Right. You've been in the business right. a couple of decades. Um, and I just want to kind of give you my opinion and see, mm -hmm. you know, just see what you think of it. Because, again, I think non-QM fills a huge need. But it was it was born out of basically a hole in the market, right? Right. So lots of people that I talk to and I help with are familiar with bank mortgages, right? Two point eight eight percent, I think, was the average rate I saw this morning uh, published. They hear about that stuff. They they probably know thirty year, fifteen year things like that. If they've been in the real estate investing game for more than a minute, they probably also have heard of hard money, right? Ten, eleven, right. twelve percent interest only, couple of points, short term. And then there's like a big gap, right? 3% money, 10% money, right? That, that's a huge gap. And I guess that's the first thing I, I recognized when I thought about non-QM lenders is, is non-QM is like, hey, there's a huge market between bank money and hard money. Let's, you know, let's go get in the middle of that. Um, you know, that's the first thing I thought of. Is that, is that kind of a fair assumption maybe? Oh, no, 100%. Uh, um, again, it, just like in politics, we don't fit into just one side or the other. We're some, most of us are some, you know, in the middle, uh, yeah. somewhere in the middle. So in a lot of cases, uh, if you're not strict cookie cutter for banks, mm -hmm. then you're kind of have to be forced to use hard money, especially in the, uh, in, in the you know, the, the 2010, 2011, mm -hmm. when banks were saying no. Yeah. So again, you're only forced to be using hard money. So uh, as time progressed and more, you know, investment dollars kind of came back to Wall Street, mm -hmm. people started, like you said, looking at, well, what the need is, let's try to fill it. And if it makes sense, and we can package it back up and we underwrite it at a certain, you know, risk level, it made sense for everybody. So slowly market started to, you know, respond back, property value started to stabilize and all the numbers and everything else were making sense. So, yeah. um, no, it, it, it really provides a lot of flexibility, especially for anywhere, somewhere, you know, beginning investor all the way to seasoned investor that's already surpassed the limitations for conventional financing. So yeah, it's a really great flexible tool because depending upon your situation, depending upon property type and, and, and a lot of other, you know, things that normal conventional doesn't allow you to, but mm -hmm. also you don't want to go to hard money because of the cost or yeah. the, the, the less advantageous terms because it's typically short, short term yeah. money or bridge financing. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to be stuck in that, especially in, in, inflationary environment. So yeah. Yeah. And a market that's evolving or slowing down that short-term money, that's what gets you. I mean, that's, right. I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a very popular guy named Dave Ramsey that went bankrupt because he had short-term money, right? He had nine. Can you imagine having 90 day money? <laughs> that's just insane, right? Not in this market with you know, COVID and all this stuff happening where it's like three weeks later, everything shut down. Like, Wait a minute. What, what's going on? Nine yeah. Days, 90 day got, money. Oh. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but that's and what I've seen in the non-QM space, again, total outsider, just I watch it from someone who borrows. Um, it's also a lot more flexible, right? Because what I've seen with banks is they take the box from Fannie and Freddie, they right. add a couple of overlays on it, 
And then they are, it's kind of like no exceptions, right? They got to tick the box. And if they have one blank or one no or one maybe, right. they're like out. Well, because you run it through an automated system through, you know, DU or, or desktop underwriter. So it either has to kind of fit all the boxes or it doesn't. So it's literally automated. So yeah, yeah like you said, if it doesn't fit, then. Yeah. yeah. And that's really what I've seen. Another big difference for folks that are looking to do deals and get a pipeline going is a non-QM lender, again, is not DU or desktop underwriting, right? It's a human being. And a human being can look at the variables and go, hey, yep. you know, this is an exception we can tolerate, which you yeah, can't in an online. Factors. Yeah, compensating factors. That's another thing that I love about the non-QM space is they have, to use your word, compensating factors and why more and more people need to look it up. So let's be clear. In my opinion, if you can get bank money, go yep. get bank money. Go get 30-year okay. bank money. Right. But more and more people, as banks get tighter, as they grow their portfolio, uh, debt to income, credit scores, whatever it is, uh, everybody's going to eventually, I think, need non-QM lenders. Because at least today, once you get to kind of 10 loans, they're like, out of here. All right, right. No more. Uh, and then non-QM is the only answer. And then you could do portfolio loans. You could do 30-year money on apartments. There's right. just things that the traditional financing space won't do that non-QM lenders can, right? Correct. And again, with the a lot of the uh, hybrid type loan programs uh, with, with non-QM lenders allows a lot of flexibility given certain changes in circumstances with, you know, uh, these new variants that are coming out uh, due to COVID. Um, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of payment relief without having to refinance into some sort of bridge financing because of, you know, the situation of non-paying tenants, things of that nature, or eviction moratoriums. Well, you still got bills to pay. What do you, you know, what, what can you do? So, you got a little bit of equity or you need somewhat of a, you know, a bridge loan, but maybe more stable in a sense, we mm -hmm. offer specifically a 30-year loan with up to a 10-year interest-only option for you for the first 10 years of that 30-year loan. So now you have the stability of the 30-year fixed rate, but with the flexibility of payment relief when needed and still pay down the principal when you can. Yeah. So again, I want to talk about that program. Again, folks, we have a playlist on this channel. I think it's called Non-QM Stephen Dow, I think is the playlist. So go watch that. We talked about it two weeks ago. But just in brief, that, that product could be used for apartments, five units and above. Correct. It can be used on a portfolio <laughs> loan, right? Multiple houses. Yes. Correct. Right? So again, think about that, right? You've got 10 houses in Ohio or you know, five here, five there, six here, whatever they are. They're too small for a bank. Right. Even too small for a credit union, right? They still don't right. like to do those 40K loans. Uh, you can do a portfolio loan. Lots of people ask me, where can I get a portfolio loan? Where can I get a blanket loan? Same thing. Uh, a non-QM lender is the answer. 100%. Because uh, again, not a lot of the same limitations uh, as compared to conventional because we don't have that 10 maximum loans per, per borrower. Um, so, And again, with the flexibility of the property types, because like you said, if your portfolio has some one to four unit residential or some multifamily, or even if you want to try to go into some commercial or even multi or mixed use, we also can, can do those property types. So a lot more flexible versus going to your bank where they're not going to do those commercial or if they do, they're going to be a little bit, even a tighter window than, than regular residential commercial, or you got to use hard money, which no one wants to use hard money if they can, if they can help it. So yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Very cool. Again, folks, non-QM offers a space. If, if I was in this game and I could get bank money, I would. Very clear. Let's be very clear on that. Matt, the mortgage guy, if you're in California. But more and more of you are doing deals. You're buying 
See, the other thing that I think is going to happen here as the market slows down is we're going to get the opportunity as investors to buy what I call junk. It's right. stuff that's not going to qualify FHA, right? The right. bank's going to say no because of quality, but those right. are going to be the best deals. 100%. Right? Because you're going to be able to get margin. You're going to get the right. motivated seller. You can get a discount based on inspections. There's just so many things coming our way. So people, if you are doing that today, you should probably reach out to Stephen uh, Dow at Velocity Mortgage or other non-QM lender. Correct. Um, because they can be your best friend, right? You really do create relationships with your clients. And I've heard that from other one rental at a time viewers. Uh, they're giving you shout outs in the private group. So nice work. <laughs> well, I appreciate that uh, with your students, but uh, definitely with uh, creating that relationship because um, several of your, your, your subscribers or viewers had mentioned that, you know, they really want to build that relationship to find that one lender yeah, that they can kind of do easier. anything with versus just 10 different lenders to try to find, you know, you got this product, this product. So we're very flexible in the sense where if you've got competing factors, um, mm -hmm. sometimes if it's outside of the box as far as our normal you know, guidelines and or the deal goes a little sideways, we can try to make exceptions to the rule given, you know, your competing factors, as we mentioned. So yeah. um, we, we had a, our first deal. Uh, uh, for one of your uh, students, no, no, one of your, your viewers, but it went a little sideways at the end, but mm -hmm. due to our flexibility, mm -hmm. we were able to kind of still keep everything the same, mm -hmm. given the fact that some of the, you know, uh, new details came up that might have made it go sideways, but yeah. it finally closed. And so he enjoyed it so much in the sense of he saw our flexibility and that, that we were willing to work with him, you know, in, in a make sense kind of situation. Yeah. The second loan. So now we're going on the second loan oh, for, nice. for, for one of your viewers. So yeah. It's so cool. it's been going pretty well. Yeah. What I would tell folks, if you're, if you're in the game, you're looking at other markets, you, you have a plan, share that plan, reach out. Cause again, what you'll see a non QM lenders is they want to understand you. They want to understand your vision, your properties, what you're going for. And they'll underwrite the deal kind of beforehand to see if they can get you a, a soft. Yes. Correct. Um, yeah. So I think it's just, and again, it's about speed and, and all of this. So uh, it's something I think more and more people need to do. So, Stephen, how do you want them to reach out to you uh, if they want to kind of this run an like, idea by you? Yeah, email is the, the best typically. Um, uh, in the subject line, if you want to put ORAT, you know, instead of having to type out one rental at a time, <laughs> so I'll know because I'm getting just bombarded with so many emails. That's cool. Because the fact that I'm also, you know, the, the regional sales manager for our Austin, Texas office. So, on any given day, there's a flood of emails coming in. So, that helps to kind of, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, go to a specific folder so I can answer those a lot quicker, but that yeah. definitely would help out. And other than that, just, yeah. uh, you know, general scenario and, and maybe, you know, mid FICO score. Okay. Um, other than that address for the property or at least the city and state where you're looking to invest in. Yeah. But from there, I can pretty much give you a, you know, a pre-approval from that point, uh, from that point without having to pull your credit. Nice. Again, folks, if you don't know below there below in this show notes or description or whatever you call this thing on YouTube, Stephen Dow's email is there. It's sdow, D-A-O, at velocitymortgage.com. Uh, Stephen, thank you very much. Keep doing what you're doing. I look forward to topic number two. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Tom.